Hey there, demons. It's us, you girls. Welcome to the Office Goblin Podcast. I'm S. And I'm D. And we are goblins. It's you goblins on the internet that have many thoughts, interests, and opinions about stuff and things. Today, y'all, we're going to get into it and talk about the things that they should have taught you in high school. Maybe you were taught some of these things, but they scratch the surface, the dermis, if you will, of these very important life skills. So let's get into it. Yeah, it, it, I remember, you know, some of the things we want to talk about, I learned in school, but they were elective classes that you had to choose to take. And I think uh-huh. there are some things that should just be standardized. And I'm sorry, kid, it's not a choice. You need to learn how to do this. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, the common sense is not so common. <laughs> and the fact that why would you make a class an elective when it has to do with financial management and being financially literate, which sets the mm-hmm. groundwork for so much of your future. And yet people are like, I'll be financially literate tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think there's a lot of, you know, the parents need to teach the kid that. And there's a number of subjects that that argument is used for. Mm-hmm. However, not everyone has the same home life. Your parents might not know how to use credit cards. Your parents might not have ever owned a house or owned their car or mm-hmm. – And that's just the way that the world is. There's nothing wrong with living that lifestyle. But there are different things that everyone then should be taught. There should be common knowledge of some kind Mm -hmm. for everyone, regardless of how they were raised or what environment they grew up in. Yes, most definitely. I had a number of friends who were kind of like me that they grew up first generation. Mm -hmm. So while their parents knew this stuff back home, wherever home was – It was the fact that they could not read the academic language of these papers, these documents, you know, which even for, I think, monolingual individuals, if English is your first and only language, it can still be difficult and convoluted, and that's purposely done. Oh, yeah. So much less someone who is in the process of acquiring a language, much less the more nuanced vocabulary Mm -hmm. how crazy that is to navigate oh yeah i mean i'm figuring that out trying to learn a second language myself trying to Mm. learn japanese and i would i would equate it to english in a lot of instances of where you put a stress on a word changes an entire sentence you know Mm -hmm. how you say something how long you hold a vowel or a consonant and it's it's wild it really is (laughs) (laughs) Can I read you a meme that I found earlier this week that's very relevant, not only in the language section, but also the fact that it has to do with just, like, Japanese? Yes. (laughs) So it says, when your phone autocracks Oni-chan to (laughs) (laughs) Onion-chan. And they have this little anime Shrek and Toki. Oh my god. (laughs) How hilariously apropos. I love that. But yeah, I think that there are certain subjects that do need to be taught in school and adult literacy, (laughs) like adulthood, should be one of them. Adulthood in and of itself, it's a very stepwise process and it's not linear. Some Mm -hmm. people get to certain things sooner, either because life circumstances force them to be, either because they're interested in these things. But sooner or later, you are going to be on your own, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out this world, and 
rather than making it painful and pushing that avoidance (laughs) into full gear, why not feel confident in these types of things? Even the most rudimentary stuff you can get through. Yeah, absolutely. And there's zero shame, again, if you didn't have any of this knowledge and you're just figuring out at 22, 25, 30. Mm. If you never got the chance to learn, then there's no shame in not knowing how to do it. So what, what S would you say would be the first thing that should be taught in high schools in America? You know what? My high school did not have any home ec classes whatsoever. Really? And quite frankly, any shop classes were always the first to get financially cut from the curriculum. And it was a really large high school. And I'm talking well over 3,000 students. It was huge. Mm -hmm. So there were a lot of different classes and curriculums available just to kind of give you a taste of what having a major in college might feel like. Especially when you were selecting classes year to year. However, again, they deem these classes not so valuable, and especially the home ec piece. Mm -hmm. Basic things, especially with the financial piece, I I think we really should start off with the finances first. Sure. Because how to start a checking savings account, how do you manage that? How do you keep track of things? And then I also feel like, especially younger folks, even children, get sent offers for credit cards, literal children. Yeah. What are they going to be doing with that? (laughs) In all honesty. But then again, you also have adults who the dissociation of here's me swiping this little bit of plastic. I don't have to physically give away my cash. So it doesn't feel like this is a hard choice to make. That I'm parting with my money because you are, in essence, taking a loan when you swipe that credit card. Whether Mm -hmm. or not you have the money to then pay it back, either with the minimum or in full. And we can talk about those nuances and the problems of each. (laughs) Especially if you only pay the minimum, your interest. Oh, my God. Over time. Yeah, I think it should be said that we live in a capitalist hellscape. And so what S and I are, are talking Boy. about is is your your credit card, uh, your credit score or credit score. Oh, that too. Yep. And that is incredibly, not to be puntastic there, important. <laughs> and I didn't know that when I was growing up. I was unaware that credit cards were important. I didn't know that they were good to have. I thought that they were evil, money-sucking demons. And In a that, way, they are. In the right. wrong hands. <laughs> and that I should never have one. And I did not get my first credit card until four years ago. At, mm-hmm. at 26. You know, I just did, never got one. And I was too afraid to get one because I didn't know how it worked. And mm-hmm. it's really important to know about credit scores at a younger age because Mm -hmm. the longer you have credit running and open the better your score will be so my score is pretty damn good the Mm -hmm. only yellow indicator so the only part that doesn't keep my score high is the fact i've had it less than 10 years right yeah (laughs) 
And it's funny because I don't know about you, but my work history is about 10 years. <laughs> right. I it's it, it flabbergasts me how there are people who are so young and they have apparently this great credit. And the reason they do is because their parents opened up cards in their names. Oh, man. And their parents were able to make a small purchase with this child's credit card mm-hmm. every month and then pay it off. I I did not grow up in that household. Okay, that was the not same. a luxury that I had. And so to have kids in high school, have them know that on their own, it's important to understand that at a younger age than than I did. And understand that it's only scary if you do it wrong. I think just making it very accessible to people, not threatening. Like, of course, it's going to feel overwhelming even when you are learning the basics, but Mm -hmm. it's manageable. It's very manageable. But at the very basic level, if you had to just condense it down to a sentence or two, don't spend more than you earn. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's really important just to know that it's important at the level of 16, at the level of 17. It's important that you know Mm -hmm. that this is where it all stems from. Things don't fall out of the sky. You do need to work for – most of us, I guess I should say, need to work for a fucking living. So – Send pictures of my feet. (laughs) (laughs) So just – Being aware that money and credit scores and knowing where your money is and how you're spending it is a very good habit to start Mm -hmm. early. Yes. Since we have a lot of great things on the list, I want to go down kind of how we have things listed. Yeah. Taking care of your space. Yes. (laughs) Y'all. You little gremlins. Totally. Um, I like to say this, and I mentioned this in our car episode, the whole driving things that kind of get us peeved off. Okay. And one of the things was people who just throw trash out their window or their Mm. whole car looks like one giant trash bin. Yeah. Y'all, if you wouldn't want D or myself or both of us, because we are a package deal, coming into your house, throwing our trash in the middle of your space... Then why would you do that outside, where it's a shared space for everyone and animals? Mm-hmm. You know how many animals get tangled up in your trash, or mistakenly eat it and then die? Do you, to be, to be kind of funny, but also dark humor, the absolute <laughs> chokehold that was put on our generation to cut the little plastic circles that your bottles would come in. You know what I'm talking about? Like the plastic that holds your six-pack of cans? Yeah, I always cut that shit up. Right, because of the turtles. Because of the goddamn turtles. Because of the fucking commercials that would be like, the turtles are drowning because they get their heads stuck through these. To this day, I can't not throw some... if If I have to throw something away and it has little holes in it, all those holes get cut up. I can't. It takes all of two seconds. It's kind of satisfying, actually. But yeah. just do that. Do the simple thing. Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> do it. Just because, do it. No, because it's ridiculous how many animals get their heads stuck in jars and buckets and this and that and then starve to death. Because mm-hmm. that's also a thing. That's also yeah. a thing. 
check it out or don't if you're a little bitch like me and cry about <laughs> animals. Yeah, just how we've said before, being mindful of how you're leaving a place. This is another, you know, golden rule I was taught as a kid is you always leave something better than the way you found it. Yes. I mean, it's it's great if you leave it the same. You know, if you go to a park and you have a picnic and you bring glass bottles or, or cans or whatever, and when you're done, you pick it all up and you put it in the recycling, great. What's the next step above that is if you go to that park, you have your picnic, you pick up all your cans, and then you see the picnic beside you didn't pick up those cans. Like, that, then you're leaving it better than how you found it. Like, that's that's just how I feel when it comes to people, places, and things. Yes, absolutely. Leave it better than how you found it. You know, there's that saying that is true, and I'm not going to pull up references right now, but your outside world reflects your inside world. Great segue. <laughs> Can we talk about the inside world? Oh, the cave. sure. The cave. The flora, the flora and fauna, keeping your <laughs> biodiversity in check. We're talking about washing your ass. That's the most like non-speed bump transition I could have made it. I think it was okay. <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> Where are you going with this? Yeah, we can talk about the inside. I didn't think we were going to talk about mental health. And then oh, no. Well, forget mental health. I'm <laughs> talking about cleaning your butt. <laughs> Wash your ass, kids. Wash, Wash your it. ass. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean taking a squirt bottle and just... No, I mean get the freaking washcloth. Soap that shit up. But not mm -hmm. too much because like you don't need soap in your butthole. I get that. But Wash! Between the cheeks, you're not gay. Boys. Not gay. You're not gay. I promise you. Okay? It's cleanliness. It's basic hygiene. Just basic ass hygiene for your ass. If you have to peel your cheeks apart to wipe, there's a problem. All right? Listen, if you, <laughs> if you got to go in there with a hammer and chisel <laughs> to get the amber stone... I don't know I don't know where we we changed again. I don't know where this generational gap happened because when I was a kid, you were made fun of for having brown streaks in your undies. Yeah, skid marks as they call right, them. Right. So now but now apparently you can't wash between your butt cheeks. And I'm just like, what happened? Don't between clean behind your ears, don't wash between your cheeks. I don't know what's happening here. I don't know. Someday on the news, on NPR, it's going to be someone sprouted a new life form <laughs> from their booty hole. You know, you know, actually, though, in the news, some human has gotten a fungus from a plant for the first time. And I'm like, you probably didn't wash your butt. <laughs> probably didn't wash your butt, didn't wash your hands. And then you touch something, touch your face, whatever. <laughs> yeah. W wash your hands, wash your butt. Wash under your arms. Yeah, you know, PTA, pits, tits, and ass. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before, and I'm keeping that in my little yeah, not nugget PTA holder in my brain. It's the better one, the better PTA. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's... and uh, on, a, on a mental health note, right? 
Oh, yeah, probably. We've <laughs> important to mention. <laughs> we've both struggled, you know, in the past with either anxiety or for myself personally, I've had some depression issues in the past. And it's going to exhaust you, but a good shower, it just, it's like you can breathe again after a good hot shower. And maybe that's all you can do for the day and then you lay in bed. That's totally fine. But a good hot shower where you clean between your cheeks and your toes <laughs> and your fingers and everywhere. It's just, mm. then you just lay there, scrubbed clean like a newborn babe, like reflecting the sun and it's just brilliant. <laughs> no that's so true you know what we in my department in grad school we would have a mental health week mm -hmm. where each day there was a different theme mm -hmm. and one of the days is kind of like make a leaf on this tree you know they cut out these little leaves drew a tree you stick it on the thing and write an accomplishment that you had today and some people wrote like i showered every day this week awesome Amazing, because yeah, sometimes when you're feeling so burned out or that nothing else matters, honestly, it's just such a great little pick-me-up. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, I really do think there should be at least a week-long segment of a class in high school that teaches you good mental health strategies and in a yes. kind manner. You know, I'm so – there are still places in this country that just say, get over it. It's all in your head, you know. I will up. not get over it. I will go through I it. <laughs> yes. So then I can and feel better about it. <laughs> exactly. And how you get through it is different for every person. And I think that there should be a full week-long class describing that and talking about it and breaking it down, you know, signs and symptoms and then – small gestures and big gestures alike on how to either help somebody get through it or how for you to get through it yourself. Yeah, totally. I think having taught high schoolers these kinds of strategies, I would work with them on executive functioning skills like how do I keep myself organized? How do I oh, develop God. resilience and grit? It, like it was amazing, but then also identifying people in the school and then outside of the school that I felt comfortable reaching out to if I needed help because Sometimes we feel like we are the secret keeper. So mm. if our friend entrusts us with something that they're really struggling with and it's a big struggle that yeah. we can't reach out because it would be a breach of trust and that's very valid. However, sometimes you yourself don't even know where to start or you are struggling with the same thing and you're not even coping. Oh, so I think yeah. being able to recognize that yes, in fact, I am not qualified to help this person to the fullest extent and in their best interest, and developing adaptive coping strategies and knowing the difference from maladaptive coping strategies. Like, you know what? I'm just going to do three rails and it's going to be fine. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> the gym is not your therapy. Running is not your therapy. Baking is not your therapy. A therapist is the only form of therapy there is. Yes, you should exercise for sure. And baking is a great hobby, as is going to the gym. However, if you have things to discuss, a mental health professional. Say it again, Dee. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many students and so many studies showing that they are burnt out at younger and younger ages. And it is so important because 
everyone, you know, online, on TikTok, on Instagram has some kind of, you know, anxiety disorder or depression or bipolar. And some kids probably do, but some kids also just need help through a really difficult situation that anyone would be feeling the exact same way through. Yeah, and and don't self-diagnose. Yeah, and the difference between kids and adults, an adult probably has gone through that situation multiple times. I don't know, the first time you lose a family member, the first time that you're experiencing a really big separation, the first time you're doing a really big move. A teenager has never experienced that before. Yes. So they need more time. They need more care. They need that gentle understanding because they can't just get over it because they've never had it before. Right, right. And don't just say you're going to power through it. You're not going to bulldoze through it. I mean, you will, but you're going to fuck yourself up. (laughs) That part. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not recommended. (laughs) Not recommended at all. (laughs) Uh, And it's okay to ask for help. It doesn't mean you're any weaker or something, but also be judicious about who that source of help is. Mm -hmm. Some... So many people can claim credentials. So many people can say they're experts on this and that. But many people also don't have others' best interests at heart. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of scam artists out there that just want your money. Scamming and scheming. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's ridiculous, you know. But that's neither here nor there. Just just be careful, y'all, and ask for help when you need it. Yeah. I think I think another thing that should be pretty standard in schools. We've we've kind of mentioned it already in the show, but you said that you didn't have them is home ec classes, or at least they were the first thing to be cut for your high school. Yeah, I think maybe in the past because the school itself was well over a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. So maybe at some point they had it, oh but my God. It, is I'm there so a lot? Of- <laughs> no, you just you said that, and I just realized my high school is celebrating its hundredth year. This year, centennial, centenarian. Uh, no one, no one has said it yet. But it was in, it was built in 1923 because it's, it's still the original building. Oh, and cool! On the front in cement is 1923, like established. Sorry, continue. <laughs> I just no, had that's that. very cool. It's very dope. <laughs> Love to see it. Longevity, you know. Right. What was I talking about? <laughs> we were talking about how you have home ec classes that. Oh get yeah! Cut. Shoot. God, see, this is what also happens as you age. (laughs) So I don't think there was home ec ever offered prior to me coming into high school, like a few years. And then certainly not while I was a student there. And I definitely don't think it's offered now since I've visited and so forth. Aww. Which is so unfortunate because a basic skill like sewing and mending can take you so far. I swear to God, I think that's also feeding into the waste aspect of things that you think you can just keep on replacing stuff Mm -hmm. when you can very simply fix it like it's a quick fix yeah or tailor it to your body yeah even better i love seeing when people do like these thrift flips Mm -hmm. or even you know take existing garments cut them up and then piece them together and you know create these fabulous beautiful new textiles i mean that is such an amazing talent such an amazing skill Mm-hmm. You know, I had shared that I was starting to learn how to quilt, but ever since I got my sewing machine, I've been looking up projects, been getting into yes. patterns. I was talking with a friend today who makes their own cosplay and is just a mm-hmm. very talented person in general, very creative. And 
I feel like I can do it because this person taught themselves. Yeah, I know so many do. They just sit down, which is the hardest step, sit down at the machine or pick up that thread and needle Mm -hmm. and get to work. See, that's, I don't have that talent. (laughs) I don't either, but I hope to make it a thing, you know? (laughs) I, I kind of wonder if this is a difference between city schools and country schools because my mm. country school had, I think, three different home ec classes. Oh, very cool. Available every semester. And some of them were focused more on sewing. Some of them were more focused on cooking. And some of them were more focused in, Jesus, focused on FCCLA. So family. Okay, hold on. Let me Google Family, this. children, child. No, 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 no. Um. See, I think I can remember FFA, I can remember 4-H, I cannot remember FCCLA for the life of me. Uh, Family, Career, and Community Leaders of America. Y'all, that's the holy trinity, that right there. (laughs) I was in FCCLA my entire high school career, and we did a lot of leadership learning, we did a lot of community learning, we did a lot of teaching how to be a community member, and it was... So fun. And it was so frustrating, too, because even at the time, it was very well seen as, like, a girls' club. Oh, that's so unfortunate. That stuff is not gendered. Cooking is not gendered. Sewing. And it was was so frustrating. Every home ec class I was in, I think there might have been three boys total the entire time I was in them. And it's just – it's disheartening, right? Because it's – Prioritizing, yeah, it's further enforcing these ideas that women are just better at home ec. I'm like, no, it's because I took the fucking classes, dumbass. That's why I'm better at this than you. Right. When you practice more, <laughs> I don't know if people know this, when you practice something more, you generally get better at it. Yeah. That's yes. the math, usually. I I remember one of my home ec classes, we were baking brownies or cookies or something, right? Mm-hmm. And we would have the classes where we would change out baking powder versus um baking, baking soda, soda. Uh-huh. too much sugar less sugar and how that would make you know cookies look different or brownies look different and taste different mm-hmm. and we were cleaning up for the day and i asked my teacher if she had an sos pad and she said yeah they're just in the cl- in the cabinet everyone around me paused and looked and went oh my god you're talking about your period out loud and I went, do you motherfuckers not know what an SOS pad is? And they're like, isn't it an emergency pad? And I said, no, it's a steel wool scrubber. What the hell is wrong with you? <sighs> and again, it's they've never experienced that. Some of those kids, I'm sure, never did the dishes at home because some of them just lived that life. Right. But I just, I to this day, I remember the You could hear a pin drop in that room. It just went so quiet. And listen, I would say, (laughs) even if you were talking about a period pad out loud, who the fuck cares? Uh, Yes, teenagers. So, of course, oh, we can't talk about that. But, yeah. (laughs) Y'all know what? (laughs) I I can't believe that. The fact that people were so worked up (laughs) about that. And also, mm-hmm. my beef, I, I didn't grow up with a dishwasher. <laughs> and the people that complained about having to load or unload the dishwasher. I didn't grow up with a dishwasher either. My dad said I was the dishwasher, and that was my job. Right. And I've said before, I actually take some uh, me time when washing the dishes. Oh, hell yeah. 
And I dare any listener to be like, well, that's because you're a woman. No. <laughs> no. I don't want my house to smell. Yeah. And you also get them, you get them way cleaner. I feel like yeah. this could be, this could also be some good information for, for teenagers, right? Of mm-hmm. You should take your home at classes. But if available, if available, correct. And when it <laughs> when it comes to doing dishes or certain cleaning, you should figure out what the best options are for certain situations. My my tidbit of advice: I do wash all my dishes by hand, and I have my husband wash them by hand when he does them because you just get them better. Is you need to use hot enough water and get rubber gloves. <laughs> Because you will save your hands. And this isn't just to keep your hands silky clean. No, rubber gloves make it to where you can handle hotter water. <laughs> Tis true. So that way, I, I have water that is so hot that if I put my hands in without my gloves, they'll come out red. Like, you know what? That's a little too hot for my taste. But <laughs> right. I only really use that if for we've cooked something the night before and then we were too tired and went to bed and we didn't rinse it and it's disgusting, right? It's caked on. Yeah, yeah. I try not to have it be that hot, but it, my my dial is real finicky. Like, eat! Zero to super 100 Super hot, yeah. Eat too cold. So, gloves. Save your hands, save you from burns, and you'll actually right. get your dishes, dishes clean. And also the power of a good soak. When you pour some dishwashing liquid... Some hot water into a pan. Let's say it's something really greasy. Mm-hmm. Leave it for a few hours or whatever. Get mm-hmm. back into it. Comes right off, baby. Yeah. But it's you You learn all of these tidbits in home ec class if you grow up in a house where you don't have those conversations. Yeah. What do I do when my dishwasher fails? <laughs> I guess we throw them out. We buy new dishes. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm sure some, many a person would be like, Yes. Absolutely. You know what I wish my home at class would have focused more on that we didn't? Hmm. Gardening. Oh, totally. Sustainable gardening. I wish in high school that we would have talked more about, you know, personally, right now, I have bought a set of green onions to make something like month a month or so back, right? Mm-hmm. I still have those green onions and they are still growing because I planted them and I'm never going to have to buy green onions again until I get rid of them. And I had, I'd done that with tomatoes once too. I had a tomato that got too soft in the fridge. So I cut up slices, threw it in some dirt and I had tomatoes for the rest of the summer. That's fabulous. And so I wish that we could talk about that too of, you know, yeah, you go to the store to get something, but then you only get it once and you don't have to worry about it again. Yeah, yeah. And we want to add the additional caveat that we know that some housing situations do not allow for having a garden or if you don't have a balcony, if you have pets, small Mm -hmm. children, which are kind of the same thing (laughs) because they get into (laughs) things and can get sick if they eat certain things. Right. So we know the limitations. But if that is available to you, even like the windowsill gardening like herbs. Yeah. Great stuff. Fabulous. I I just think that it would be really helpful for people to have that information yeah and how fabulous is it it's like thank you i grew it myself (laughs) oh this basil this thyme mint cilantro cilantro love cilantro get some dill (laughs) okay so what what else do you think uh high schoolers should be learning about us 
Kind of two things also relating to the body care piece. Yeah. Sunscreen. Yeah. For everybody. I don't care how fair of a complexion, how deep of a complexion. They now have formulas for every skin tone and type. Mm-hmm. So reapply that stuff, especially if you're outside, because <laughs> that just creates a lot of unwanted problems down the line. And it's such a easy preventative measure. Right. Especially, you know, to this day, medical field is still... I know this is horrible and racist, but they're still figuring out what certain skin diseases look like on black skin or darker yeah, skin, yeah. brown skin. And they just – it looks totally different from white skin where thing is, things are a lot easier to see. Yeah. You know what? It's true. Years ago, I went to the beach with a friend and mind you, we were – he has a deeper complexion than I do, mm-hmm. but we were pale. We could be what considered pale for <laughs> each of our respective skin types and tones. Yes. And both of us got burned. And while, and that was me with sunscreen. Yeah. And I told my friend, listen, put on some sunscreen, even a little bit. Right. Oh, no, it's fine. I have darker skin. It, it doesn't burn. Yeah, it he does. He peeled like a snake, girl. Uh-huh. Like a snake, burned worse than I was. I put on my sunglasses and I'm like, shit, your body's red. Mm-hmm. It is red and horrible burns. Yeah. Deeper skin tone. You still get sunburned. The sun... Absolutely. (laughs) The sun does not discriminate. (laughs) No, that shiny ogre in the sky takes no prisoners. (laughs) So, yeah, I I agree with the sunscreen. And y'all know, if you've been listening for a while, that sunscreen is my hill to die on. That's my manifesto. It's just called sunscreen and that's it. (laughs) And the second piece is deodorant. Yes. And I'm not talking a shower in a can. I'm talking (laughs) get up in there and just... Apply that thing. I use spray deodorant because I prefer it. It's so much easier for me to use. And right. I put it on every night before I go to bed and every morning when I wake up. Every time. Yeah, and but you don't spray it all over your body. You spray, it, spray it in the places that it is initially meant to be sprayed. <laughs> yes, I'm not. I mean, granted, there are some days where I dry shampoo and, you know, deodorant and do a little face wash wipe down but those are the days that i haven't been doing much yeah yeah and and i mean you got to give yourself some leeway yeah it's different if you did that every day for a week or two weeks please just you you stink kids you you stink (laughs) i right i don't want to be the internet mom to tell you but i'm also going to be the internet mom that tells you you fucking stink yeah, and we don't care if you have, like, Dior Sauvage on. Like, we don't give a shit if it, it's a name brand thing. If that's your only form of showering or deodorizing. It does not mask the smell. And, you know, there are grown-ass people alive that say, I won't use deodorant because of my natural pheromones. Bitch, you bitch, do not no. have. <laughs> we'll karate chop you in the throat. You <laughs> do. Trust me when I say your stank ass is going to overpower any pheromone you think you're putting out. Right. It's not the, I think, the pheromone that you think is going to attract the thing that you want. <laughs> and and I totally am hearing the people that are yelling at us right now into the void that are like, but what about the aluminum? Listen, they have options. But the point is, <laughs> it still addresses something. <laughs> so there's that. D. What are some tips that you think would also be great to take forward for people? Oh, Lord. I think... Pull it all together. I can't pull myself together most days. The fuck you think I'm going to do here? Listen, making demands. I think 
another thing that should be taught would be bringing it back to that mental health piece of just like awareness of yourself and and knowing that in 10 years time no one's gonna give a shit about what you did unless you break the law right <laughs> like right. violently you know but the c on the test that to this day gives me nightmares no one cares about no no one cares that i passed physics or or trigonometry in high school nobody cares that i was actually in NHS or FCCLA, it was great to be in them. It was good to be in them. But the speech that I flubbed at the meeting that we did, no one remembers that. Right. Like, and and I'm sorry to cut in, but all those things, even in that moment, mm-hmm. most people are so focused on their own stuff. Yeah. The universe, were, their own universe revolves around them. Mm-hmm. But often we think we're like the center of everyone else's universe for good or bad reasons. Yeah. And so just to be aware that, yes, everything you're experiencing is the first time. And yes, you are allowed to have big emotions, but to have a class to teach that those emotions, like how to work through them, you know, Mm -hmm. how to say, I am terrified and anxious right now. Okay, those are the the emotions. This is the reason. Once I finish this, I do not have to own these emotions anymore. Totally. And even know how to identify it in your body. This is a skill mm-hmm. that little kids learn. Well, how mm-hmm. do you know you're angry? How do you know you're happy? Right. But so many people don't know, like, oh, why does it feel like there's this weird, like, sensation in my chest? Like, I'm having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Learn your triggers. Learn this bodily sensations. Yeah, that's the one. Not the <laughs> bodily sensations. I mean, triggers cause bodily sensations. So learn both. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but also feelings are not facts. Yes, that was beautiful. I love that. Thanks. I learned that from a wise man. Do you do you have any last things to wrap up for our dear teeny tiny listeners? No, I was preaching to the choir today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, please, people who are watching TV that have teenagers as as characters, they're not teenagers, kids. They're not teenagers. Those are 24, 26, 30-year-olds. All right? You do not need to look like them. None of you. He's, they's, she's, none of you have to have any kind of standard for the characters that are being portrayed on television. You are not supposed to look like that because you are not an adult body. Right, right. And pictures, videos, because they have filters for both of those now. Don't Mm. worry, because it's fake. It is. It's all an illusion. Illusion. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, with that being said, (laughs) thank you. Yeah, say it with your chest now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Ow. (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you have enjoyed it thus far, leave a like, a rating, subscribe, bookmark, shout us out into the universe, and send us to your friends. Tell them that we are awesome and worth listening to. We greatly appreciate all that you do for us. And until next week, stay alive, friends. Take care, everyone.